Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about visualizing your future. And the first thing that we look at is reaching a state of complete financial well-being. Financial well-being ultimately comes from achieving financial security and independence. When you've reached a state of financial well-being, you've got to a point where you have a sufficient level of income for your lifestyle needs, enough capital to give you peace of mind, and the knowledge that whatever happens to you, your family and business are fully protected. Most people have lifestyle goals that are directly related to their finances. So why is it then that some people have the ability to live the life of their dreams and pass on their wealth successfully to the next generation? But others face the prospect of selling their home or worry about health and care costs and leave behind a tax bill for their loved ones to deal with. Never a good idea if you can uh, prevent that. Next, we need to look at setting tangible and realistic goals. So regardless of what life stage you are at, you are likely to have some short, medium and long-term financial and lifestyle goals. Setting tangible and realistic goals, following them, tracking and reviewing your progress is the key to success in achieving them. If you're married, it makes sense for you and your spouse to both share the same financial and lifestyle goals. Otherwise, achieving them will almost be impossible. And it's important to develop your financial and lifestyle plans together and review your progress together too, to make sure both of you are contributing to the same outcomes and aiming in the same direction. Then we work out how much money you will need. Determining what your short-term, mid-term, and long-term financial and lifestyle goals are is the first step. This may include planning for that dream holiday, buying a new home or property, university savings for your children or grandchildren, and retirement savings. And once you've both agreed your financial and lifestyle goals, the next step is to determine a good estimate for how much money you need for each of them. Determining an accurate amount will involve clearly identifying each of them. So for example, do you want to pay for your children or grandchildren to have a private education? Your retirement saving needs will depend greatly on the lifestyle you plan to lead once you have retired, as well as when you plan to retire. Next, we ask what savings goals should I set? It's important to prioritize each of your financial and lifestyle goals in order of importance and then determine how long you have to save or invest for each of them. Retirement could be many years away, 
but your short-term goals could be in the, the next year or two. Next, estimate how much interest or capital gains you'd expect to see from savings and invest in your money. While capital gains or growth are never guaranteed, an estimated average can be used for this purpose. When you set your financial and lifestyle goals, don't just pick an ambiguous number. Look at how much you are earning, what your expenses are, and determine how much you could realistically save or invest each month. You should have both a monthly and yearly savings and investment target. And ideally, they should align both on your overall total wealth solution. Next, ask the question, do I have sufficient emergency fund in place? It's no surprise that when life presents an emergency, it threatens your financial well-being and can cause tremendous stress. Are you currently living without a financial safety net? How would you get by financially without running into a short-term crisis? We all have them from time to time. If you don't already have a rainy day fund in place, this should be the first savings goal on your list. Your emergency fund should be sufficient to cover at least six months of your outgoings. This should include all of your living expenses and the expenses of any dependent you have. Where should you keep your emergency savings? If you already have an emergency fund, how does it fit in with your goals? Being prepared with an emergency fund gives you confidence that you can tackle any of life's unexpected events without adding money worries to your list. Next question. Do I know where my money is going? Are you tracking your expenses? If you don't know how much you spend in a month, then this will seriously hinder your ability to budget. That's why tracking your expenses is so crucial. Make a budget plan you can stick to, but making a budget plan and making a budget plan you can follow are two entirely different things. This is why tracking your expenses is important and it can inform your budgeting choices. Ask yourself, how would I cope with unexpected car problems or medical bills? Do I know where my money is going? Am I in control of my spending? Have I prepared a budget plan? Provided you stick to it, a budget plan will help you keep on top of your spending and make sure you can identify waste of expenditure. And again, we all have things that we simply waste money on. We also need to consider, is my family protected if the unexpected were to happen to me? We can't predict the future, However, we can help our loved ones by planning for it. It's not just you that your financial planning has an impact on. We all intend that our plans will come good, but making sure that your family or your business can cope if you fall ill or where you die unexpectedly is something we can uh, too easily put on one side. Uh, and often when things are not pleasant to think about, we do tend to put them to one side. Would my family or business find themselves unable to pay the bills if something were to happen to me? This is why it's essential that your financial and lifestyle goals are fully protected to ensure that an outstanding mortgage or any liabilities would be paid off and your family 
could continue to receive an ongoing income if the worst were to happen. Should an unforeseen event occur today, am I adequately protected? If not, take action now. Next, what do I need to invest for? What do I want to invest for? Often two different questions. When it comes to building an investment portfolio, you should have specific aims that reflect your risk tolerance, time horizon, or asset class preferences based on your financial and lifestyle goals. Do you have plans to buy another property or to invest in a new project or business venture? Knowing how much of a role you want to play in selecting and managing your investments can help you choose the most appropriate approach that aligns with your investment goals. Your investing preference can also impact the investment products and offerings you might choose. If you feel you don't have the time or experience to monitor your portfolio balances so they stay true to your original target allocations, you should look to choose fund types that take on some of that work. Or ask yourself these questions. How experienced am I with investing? How much assistance do I need? How much control do I want over my investments? Or do I prefer to be in charge? Or do I want my investments managed for me? These are typical questions that people ask themselves and need to decide to make sure that their investments are going to perform in line with their goals. Next. How can I further grow my wealth? Whatever the origins of your wealth, it now provides for even greater growth opportunities. An effective total wealth growth solution focuses on long-term goals while managing risk along the way. The old adage, don't put all of your eggs in one basket, applies when you are looking to further grow your wealth. An appropriate diversified asset mix is key to investing wisely. To grow your wealth by investing, this involves buying financial assets such as shares, government and corporate bonds and property. The main reason for investing and taking on additional risk you wouldn't have if you kept your money in cash or under the bed in the hope of making higher returns. The aim of investing for growth is that the investments you put your money into will increase in value over time. So, Am I prepared to accept a higher level of investment risk? Have I set my investment goals based on my financial and lifestyle goals? If not, you need to look at this uh, in more detail. An important question for many of us, what will my children's future hold? What action do I need to take to provide my children with an independent education? Thought of paying school fees for 5, 10, or even 15 years can look like an insurmountable mountain to climb. Which school should I apply to for my children? Do I want my children to board or not? Also, no matter how harmonious you may want your life to be, some disruptions and disturbances are inevitable. And when they occur, they are not only uh, stressful, they can also lead to financial worries and difficulties. How would my family cope financially if I were no longer around? Have I made provision for every possibility? If your family could end up becoming financially vulnerable, 
you need to make provision sooner rather than later. And if it was me, that would be the number one priority. We also need to consider how can I support my children and parents? With longer life expectancies and people starting families later in life, many of us can expect to become part of the sandwich generation. And at some point, I will be faced with the task of caring for my elderly parents alongside my dependent children, or possibly even grandchildren. And finding yourself squeezed between, and often by these two generations, can be very stressful. As well as facing time pressures, chances are your finances will also become very stretched too. Do I expect to have to financially support my parents in later life? Do I have plans in place if I need to care for my parents while also trying to make provisions for my children as they enter adulthood? Balancing the demands of raising and supporting your children and worrying about your parents' independence and well-being without planning is very difficult. The trouble with being stuck in the middle is that you run the risk of neglecting your own self-care while attempting to help everyone else. It's essential to have a plan of action in place to take care not only for your aging parents and children, but also for yourself too. This next question can sometimes be a difficult one, but needs to be discussed. And that is, how do I talk to my grown-up children about how to handle the money they will inherit? How can I ensure the wealth will last for them and beyond? You may have accumulated wealth after many years in a successful career or from the sale of a business or by receiving a substantial inheritance yourself. But when children inherit wealth, it can pose plenty of questions, in particular around how they should best invest, manage and preserve these assets. There is also a common concern that children from a wealthy background lose their motivation if they are aware of the scope of their family's wealth and a likely large inheritance. While access to and knowledge of this wealth can be a positive thing, there's also the risk that the security provided by this money might lead to complacency and entitlement. Do I have concerns about how best to prepare my children for their inheritance? Are my children prepared to receive such wealth? Have I had an honest conversation about money with them before they inherit these assets? Again, if you haven't, I would suggest you have this conversation no matter how difficult it is. A vital question is, do I have the right plans in place to retire? A vital question is, do I have the right plans in place to retire when I want? What should I be saving for retirement? What should I be saving for the retirement that I want to live? Do I know my exact number? The reality is that there are countless factors that will impact on how much you will need in retirement. Therefore, determining your target goal for retirement savings can be more challenging than it may seem. So what is the solution? Instead of thinking of your retirement savings goal as one big number, look at breaking this number down into relation to your life goals. For instance, if you have an idea about where you might want to live in the future or in what type of property, 
that can go a long way towards long-term retirement planning. Setting a retirement goal doesn't necessarily mean sticking to one large monetary goal. Instead, aim to incorporate retirement savings into your goals for today. How much money will I need to save in advance to deliver the income I want in retirement? How much will my leisure and travel pursuits in retirement cost me? So add up all these different elements and that will give you your exact number. Now is the time to get motivated to reach your personal and financial goals. Setting personal and financial goals makes it much more likely that you'll save and invest for and achieve every financial and lifestyle goal that you have. You'll be more motivated to reach each of them since you can you will be much more motivated to reach each of these goals since you can gauge their progress. And you can consider the time horizon and risk level separately for each goal. And they may differ for each goal. And invest accordingly to ensure they form part of your overall wealth solution. That's it for this week's episode. Join me next week where we discuss how not to put your future plans at risk. And as always, don't forget to drop me a message for the topics that you want covered next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how? You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.